Harrison Agents. To buy, sell or rent in Tasmania, search Harrison Agents today. Breakfast with Tim Payne and Brent Costello. Right on 7.40 on this Monday morning, we talked about uh, the Tasmanian power rankings, Tim, with the Premier earlier. Well, top four in the room in one day. Where does our next guest rank here? Because Five. managers of the stars now, Tasmania Football Club inaugural board member, James Henderson, good morning to you. Brent, good to be here. Mate. Oh, Tim. <laughs> Tim. Nervous. Oh, I don't know what happened there. Managers here, he's, he's rocked you. There you go. Here, we got you now. You know, that's good. Nice morning. to see you. Good to see you guys too. <laughs> Pretty humbling to be in this great studio. I listen every week, wherever oh. I am around the world, to the two of you, uh, chipping away at each other. How's, <laughs> the, how's the 360 going? Uh, well, we've only done Tim so far. I'm a little nervous about Friday because that's surprise. when mine's coming up. Is that so, right? Well, it was supposed mm. to be today, but he oh, we've got the Premier coming in, so we don't want to be rushed for time. So again, old thin-skinned Costello, <laughs> or as our listeners like to call him, Splinters. 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 Yeah. He's always sitting on the fence, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs> what, have you, how have you thought the show's going? Are you happy with uh, your, your client's choice of partner? Do you think we're gelling okay, Hendo? Well, or? mate, I think you're doing an incredible job. <laughs> uh, you are the anchor of the show. Painy worries me a little bit. Like, you know, week on, week out, all these bloody headlines, I get these Google alerts coming at me every, <laughs> every five seconds about somebody sprayed or... Oh. What about English, yeah, who pokes English me? cricket? What oh. the hell? <laughs> yeah. What's going on there? Well, don't start me because I'm sick. I just want to have a quiet week with no <laughs> flack on my social media. I'd like to turn it on and just have a nice coffee in the morning without flat-out abuse from England. But So are you expecting Alex to play tonight? I wouldn't have thought so. No. Our mail is that they'll go unchanged, yeah. the Aussies tonight. But yep. And will we? we? We could bring George, but he won't answer He won't answer his calls at the moment. <laughs> it's the middle of the night. That's Give true. Break, That's yeah. true. Well, we better straighten up here and talk some footy. You're in town for the second Board meeting for the Tasmania AFL club today. Gee, that sounds good to say, doesn't it? It does. It's it amazing. does. And whilst it's the second meeting, wow. Um, I think it's just over a month since we announced the board. Um, the very first thing that we did on that day was create subcommittees across all the critical work streams of the footy club. And uh, I'm sitting on two of those subcommittees. I've probably had 11 meetings leading into today. So each of the work stream pieces of work are being presented to the board today. And then we'll start to work through some prioritisation of key next steps. So 30, 40 days in, but wow, we're having, we're having a go pretty early, which is great. What, what is top of the agenda in the next few months? What are, the, what are some of the bigger tasks the board's hoping to tick off? Uh, probably moving? they're all around infrastructure, Paney. Um, you know, obviously I've heard the Premier this morning talking about the latest uh, developments with the precinct plan at Macquarie Point. A um, lot of conversation about the High Performance Centre. Um, a lot of interest in that, which is terrific. Um, you know, we've got a base plan for what we need that, that um, we're now moving into the next stage of that. That's really critical. Um, you know, there's a timeline around the stadium uh, driven by the deal with the AFL that whilst we're not involved in that and we're not a contractual part of that obligation, it's, it's clearly that moving along brings forward everything else behind it from a, from a club perspective, whether that's commercial, whether it's people, whether it's um, the culture of what we're building. Do you have a preference for the high performance site, James? Uh, I got rung specifically on the weekend mentioning Seven Mile Beach is in the mix now. Uh, it's a, a nice piece of land down there. And, yeah. Uh, obviously, Rosney Park Golf Course, the old site there. What, what's your preference as um, a board member? Yeah, look, we, during the task force process, we did an enormous amount of work on this and, and consulted widely with the Players Association. Nick Rewalt was pretty driven on it. And I, I think... For me, it needs to be as close as possible to the CBD. That would be my catch-all. Um, 
you know, um, born and bred here. Seven Mile Beach is 10, 15 minutes from the CBD. You know, most of the sites that have been talked about are not that far away, but I think the closer the better would be my view. And, and for, thinking for what of, reason? Uh, you know, we're going to end up with 75% of the list will be from interstate and, and you know, they'll want to have convenience to everything. I mean, this stadium precinct will absolutely change this city. Um, so again, you want to be near the action and you're only 10, 15 minutes away from getting out of the action if that's what you want to do. And 10, 15 minutes is a long time for Hobartians. <laughs> yeah, I don't go to Kingston a lot. It's just too far. <laughs> way too far. In terms of the high performance centre setup, and why are the two ovals so important? Yeah, look, it's a great question. And I think, uh, to be honest, over the last probably six months, the reason it's two ovals, let me step back before I go forward, the, that seems to be the norm. Yeah. So every, every AFL club, particularly the Melbourne-based clubs over the last five years, have all been going to a two-ground two model. Yeah. Um, the reasons are around having something that's MCG-sized for a start. Uh, there's also the ground maintenance and everything that comes with that. You've now got women's teams. So, you know, you look at these clubs with potentially four teams training on one venue, that gives you the flexibility. But fascinating in the last six months, starting here, a lot of the clubs saying that two's too many yeah. by way of maintenance and cost and everything. So I wouldn't rule out that, that we end up in a, in a one yeah. ground model. Uh, that probably helps enormously with, with ground or space availability. Um, but right now we're still, that's the core need. Yeah. Um, bear in mind that this club potentially ends up with six clubs, six teams. Mm. You know, we, we, we will be involved with the under 18 program as a club. And then, you know, looking at VFL and AFL for both women and men. So that's a lot. It is a lot. Yeah, it is a lot. James Henderson, uh, the Tasmania Football Club board member, is our guest on SEN Tassie Breakfast this morning. Wanted to talk to you about timelines, Hendo, if we can. Twenty twenty eight. Start him on this. No, well, look, it's a hot button. No. Oh, Why do no. you call him Splinters? He's, he loves it. This He's is one. This. There's, there's the A League soccer thing, and there's the two thousand and twenty eight <laughs> timeline on the AFL team. He go. This is his one thing he gets off the fence. I'd on, love so to I'll let him go, Tim. I'd love to see it start tomorrow. You know that. But twenty twenty eight, Hendo. I'm just not sure we'll get there. But you, are you confident with that? And second part of a two-part question could we see a women's team before the men's team and maybe even earlier than 2028 yeah look i think um the great thing about this first 30 to 60 days of the the board coming together we've talked a lot about timelines it's one of the reasons as i said earlier we've done so much in this initial 30 days to really help us all get up to speed with what the critical touch points are and look 28 um it's it's feasible there's no doubt about that, but it's a long way away. So, you know, one of the, one of the critical things that, that we're working on is how we really get everybody involved and come for the ride. Um, and if, if you're on the ride for the next five years waiting for the men to debut or longer, it's a bloody long time. So um, I like the point about women. You know, I think uh, look at the success of, of the Matildas and the whole engagement of sports fans all around the country in that team. I think it'd be really cool for an elite sport team in this country to debut women ahead of men. I think what we need to try to do is every every year from next year have something cool within our reach. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I think next year, as I said earlier, there'll be more involvement around the under 18 program. And then rolling beyond that, if you think of the sequence of it, perhaps we've got a women's team playing the VFL competition in 25. 
go flat out for the AFLW team in 26, Whew. VFL 27, and then the boys, de- the men debut in 2028. So each year, membership growing, engagement growing, passion growing, merchandise growing, you know, that's the journey. Exciting club from the get-go. You know, we've got, obviously, we've got the board in place. We've got Jack Rewald in place. What's the next appointments are we looking at from an executive Yeah, side? a lot of chat about that today. Um, you know, part of the chicken and egg with this is that it would be awesome to be having a CEO in place earlier than later um, and let that CEO grow the club and, and the organisation. Uh, I'm not sure we're quite ready to get the, the type of CEO that we'll need in two or three years' time, so... Um, work our way through that. Uh, again, the timing of the teams is really critical because you're going to build out a football department really quickly um, and doing that with the best people possible. Um, but I think, again, that's probably six months away from really getting our heads around that. Um, but there will be appointments made in the next three to six months. Exciting. Uh, text in here from Flash from Latrobe for you, James. Morning, lads. Can you ask James if he's aware of an expected time frame on memberships, please. It's the one constant people want answered. Cheers, Flash from Latrobe. Yeah, well, Flash will have something early next year around that. So, you know, at the moment there's some preliminary work being done around formats of memberships and the like. Um, Jack's work with the fabric, Jack Rewalt, he, he will be travelling the state, getting people's views on everything from the brand to the culture to to the foundation of what a membership package should look like. So. We want to use this consultation period to make sure we get this right, but there will be memberships on sale next year. You spoke a little about the high performance and the football, um, what would you call it, the football side of things being sorted out. Two of your clients, Chris Fagan, Alistair Clarkson, highly respected football people, one of them a Tasmanian born and bred. Is there any chance that either of those two could be involved in the setting up or the Ooh. setup? Given Clarko's already done a little bit of work behind the scenes I think, previous uh, year. I think in the next two years, no. Um, Fags has got another two years on his Brisbane contract. Clarko's got four years to go at North Melbourne. Um, yeah, do the maths. Right? <laughs> Probably starts to line up. But um, look, we're, we're lucky that there are so many Tasmanians in the system, the AFL system. And, and since this club was confirmed, uh, there, there's been extraordinary interest in helping out however all sorts of guys can. And, and um, yeah, maybe, maybe Clarko and Fags, but... There's a whole bunch of other names that have put their hand up and would be great additions to this club going forward. Yeah, and four four Tasmanians expected to go in the top twenty yeah, of this year's draft as well. So we're mm. starting to build a little footy team, Bruno. Yeah, absolutely. Before I ask you a novelty question to finish off, Hendo, people ask me, "Does it get done? Does it get done? Is it going to happen?" As we see here today, we've got a license. Can you see a day where we actually hand that back? And the more things we no do, chance. no, no chance. The more this things club's we... going to happen. Yeah. There is absolutely no doubt about that. I just can't imagine a day where I report on a story where we're handing back an no. AFL license. No, no. Uh, yeah, I mean, a lot's going to have to go right still, obviously, but yeah, what's going to happen is just reassure everyone that 100%. this will And I think, let's be clear, footy's been under pressure down here for a long time. And the AFL, you know, have had to do something significant to get footy back on track. And I think you can see from since this club was announced, and that, yes, it's a provisional license, but... The passion and the talk, even the fact that here we are sitting in a, a you know a full time radio station in Tasmania d- dedicated to sport. Now we've got some amazing stuff happening in sport in this state, but footy's the flagship, and there's so much momentum. I mean, how do you turn that around? 
So, you know, 99.9% certain we will have a footy club and we will have the most amazing time watching our Tassie players, men and women, um, take this state to a whole different level. Now, novelty question, as I said, a quick one too, because we've got to get to a break before 8 o'clock. But I've known this man for a long time, but I've only worked with him professionally for three or four months now. You've known him for a very long time. Any advice you can give me about our relationship moving forward, please? Yeah, God. How long we got? Eight minutes to the news. I'd be, Look, I, I'd be your easiest client, would not? Uh, sometimes. Outside of the little window sometimes there. Sometimes not, Payne. <laughs> It's I think uh, there's a lot of mythbusters about Payne, and <laughs> and uh, the only one that isn't a mythbuster really is the fact that the credit card never comes out. Yeah. It's probably one, <laughs> one of the tightest people going around. So, yep. yeah. Brent probably suggests every now and then leave your credit card at home and yep. just make him put yeah. his hand in his but pocket. Neither of us will have him here though. <laughs> <laughs> Great to have you in the studio, mate. Love to do it again sometime soon. Good luck today for board meeting Thank number you. two. How Thank exciting. You. And thanks for joining us on SEN no Tassie guys. Breakfast. Thank you. James Henderson joining us. Going to get to a break. On the other side of it, we wind up the first hour of the show this morning.